are going today with commission objection handlers. So right now we know shifting market. We know that one, sellers want a discount. We know two, the bigger thing right now, the bigger hurdle we have to overcome is other realtors are willing to reduce their commission as well. So we have to be able to provide enough value in order to show sellers that we are the best choice for them to get their house sold. Now, what's going to happen is they're going to ask for, well, can you do a better deal? Uh, you know, So we need to provide enough value to show them, wow, you guys do a lot. If you haven't studied it, go look at our listing presentation, All right, but start studying that. But now we need to overcome the commission objection handlers as they come up. Let's say we're always shooting for 6%. Somebody wants 5%, wants 4%, wants 4.5%. We're going to dive in to some objection handlers in order to overcome that to get the commission that you are worth. So Joe, let's dive into it. I'm sitting here at a table. I say, you know what, Joe? Everything sounds great. Looks like you do a lot. Can you do it for five? Yeah, Michael, I would love to do it for five. And if we took commission off the table, would there be anything else that would hold you back from wanting to get started with us today? Um, no, I think that's that's probably the biggest thing. We just need every dollar we can get. Okay, absolutely. And Michael, could I share a concern that I have with you for with me reducing my commission to 5%? Sure. You see, a discount broker that waives their commission my concern is they're not going to be able to negotiate on their behalf. If they can't negotiate on their own behalf, how well do you think they're going to negotiate on your behalf when it comes to selling your home? Yeah, that's a good point. But I, you know, I, like I said, I just need every every dollar I can get. I completely understand that. And are you aware of how the commission structure works? Uh, I'm not. Yeah. So, Michael, out of the six percent, roughly about three percent is going to be paid out to the co-op agent or the agent that brings the buyer to purchase your home. So, with the remaining three percent that's left. 1% is automatically going to go to taxes. 1% goes into the marketing of your home. That way we can get as many people in here and get as many eyeballs on the home to get you top dollar. And that final percentage that's left is ultimately what I take home and what pays our team to be able to live off. So if an agent is willing to cut their commission, which one do you think they're going to be cutting out? And obviously they can't cut out taxes. So do you think they're going to be cutting out the money that they spend to market your home? or the money that they take home to take care of themselves. Yeah, I guess the marketing. Exactly. So my concern is that if you work with a discount agent, especially in the shifting market where it really takes a strong marketing strategy to get home sold, that they're going to be cutting out that marketing and you're not going to be getting top dollar. Does that make sense? Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Exactly. Right. So how, how about we get started at 6% today? Sounds good. There you go. All right. So a couple of things. There's just a couple of objections there. Uh, what he did well, right? So well, the first thing you did, Joe, is you isolated the objection. Is there anything else? And this is very important. Is there anything else that would stop you from working with me today? So, or is it just commission? So aside from commission, so we're isolating that. And we want to know, is there anything else that would cause it? Because what happens is people often say, well, I want to sleep on it. Well, they want to sleep on it because they haven't made up their mind whether they want to work with you or not. So now what we're asking, and let's just say Joe didn't ask that. Maybe I have four or five other things that are stopping me from wanting to list with you. So by asking, is there anything else other than commission that would stop you from working with me? That's a very good question to ask. No, that's it. We can work on commission. Let's get it sold. Let's get it going. All right. So I think that's very important. So very good job there. Did a good job too of, of identifying. Now we're not ones to like, you know, sit here and talk negatively about other realtors. And what we are doing is that if it's 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 a true, it's true statement. If another realtor is coming in here and discounting their commission right off the bat, how good of a job do you think they're going to do when it comes time to negotiate the best possible price for your home? So if they can't negotiate on their own behalf, how good of a job do you think they're going to do to negotiate for you? 
All right, so very good job there, Joe. What are some other common objections that you might run into? As far as, as, far as commission, yeah. Yeah, I mean, really, it's it comes down to a lot of, hey, a lot of agents tell me they can do 4% or, like you said, 5%. So that's real, I think that's one of the most common ones. Or they'll just kind of off the bat say, you know, 6% is really high. A lot of agents charge 6%. I just can't do 6%. If you tell me 6%, I'm just going to ask you to leave. So that's that's something you hear a lot. And what we just did is kind of how you can combat that. And obviously, you have to have a, a value proposition to back up your commission. And if you don't have the value there, then no one's going to pay, you know, 6% or 7 or whatever you charge if you don't have the value to back it up, mm -hmm. no, no, regardless of how good you are at the uh, objection handlers and the commission objections. Yeah, I agree with that. And let's break down real quick again, the second objection handler. So this is a big one that most people don't understand to, as far as buyers and sellers and, and um, the general public, they don't understand how the commission works. They oftentimes think the realtor is getting all 6%. So breaking that down, the way Joe explained that and broke that down is the way to do it. May I share how the commission works? I understand there are discount brokers out there that would take your listing at a lesser commission. And did they share with you how that works? No, they didn't. So the big one right now is the payout. What are agents paying out? Because if someone's going to reduce their commission to four or four and a half percent, maybe they're only paying out 2% or 2.25%. So that's something to look at as well, is that listing may or may not be as attractive to a realtor to show it. Now, granted, you should show a property regardless of the payout, uh, but I'm just throwing it out there as a general rule that people look at that. So the way our commission works is immediately, if any co-op realtor brings a buyer, 3% roughly of our commission is going to go to that realtor to pay that realtor. Now that leaves us with the remaining 3% of that, 1% goes to taxes, 1% is going to go to the marketing of your home. The remaining 1% is what I take home to feed my family and live on. So my concern is that if a discount broker is willing to reduce their commission, what do you think they're going to cut out? The marketing of your home or what they take home to feed their family with? Well, of course, it's going to be the marketing of your home. Right? So you do want to get the most marketing possible to get the most, most amount of people in here to get top dollar for your home, don't you? So again, very good job of breaking down the commission. I think it's super important if you look at the listing presentation, having a visual of this to show how that works so that people can understand and see. Now they're hearing it and seeing it exactly how it works. Any other commission objection you can think of, Joe, that might you might be able to throw at them? Um, I, I know another good objection handler that we have is if someone is steadfast on 4% or on 5%, we really want to say 6%, we can say, hey, you know what, Michael, I completely understand that 4% is important to you and that's an important number. What I can do for you, and I can only do this today, is if I bring the buyer, if I find the buyer and they end up purchasing your home, I'd be willing to sell it for 4% if I do both sides. Is that something that would work for you? So there you go. So think about that. That's now you're offering value. We're going to keep it at 6%. And if Joe finds the buyer and does works as a dual agent, he's willing to reduce his fee to 4%. So think about this. People might be like, oh, you're leaving money on the table. But how often do you double side deals? All right. Is it one in 10? Is it one in 100? Is it one in 50? It's probably not 10 out of 10. I can guarantee that or 100 out of 100. It's most likely a very small percentage. So now all of a sudden you're utilizing a script and saying, look, totally understand. I want to be flexible and work with you as well. What if we did this? What if I bring the buyer, I'll reduce my fee to 4%. And if not, we keep it at six. Okay. Now you're flexing, right? And, and, you're, and you're giving and people find that as a value add. Another thing I think is important when people ask over the phone what your commission is, don't say 6%. Just say, you know, that's a great question. 
Uh, we have got a flexible commission plan. I'd love to share that with you and come out and show you exactly what we do to get homes sold. So I think that's important too. You say 6%, somebody else, they heard on the radio that somebody said they would do it for 2%, right? There are a lot of advertisements out there that um, run different ads like that. So don't just throw out 6%, use it as a time to say, you know what, that's a great question. I'd love to talk over that with you. Uh, we've got some flexible commission plans and I'd love to share that with you. What would be a good time for me to come out and meet with you? So those are three different objections right there. I got one more. Yeah, one hit me. Yeah. Okay. So Michael, I you know I completely understand working with a discount broker is important to you. And when you're sitting there at the closing table and you're looking at your proceeds check, do you want it to say that you paid a realtor the least or that you netted the most amount of money possible? Yeah, love it. Love it. So get some thinking now about your future pacing. It gets some thinking about where I'm sitting at the closing table. Do you is that the goal? Is your goal? to pay your realtor the least or to put the most money in your pocket. Now, people will ask, well, how are you going to put the most money in my pocket? Right? Well, what I've done, and this is where the value comes into play because you have you can't go out and expect to get a full, paid a full rate if you're not bringing enough value. You need to go out, like when I was in production, I would go on a listing presentation, people would say, how, how much is this gonna cost? And I'd say well, the service for our fee is 6%. And oftentimes they would say, oh, okay, I thought it was gonna be way more. Well, that's where that's when you're at a point in your listing presentation when you deliver it with such conviction and, and you're bringing a ton of value where they feel like relieved in a sense that it's only 6%. All right now, if you go out there and you just have a presentation that's like, well, we're going to get your home on some websites, we'll get it sold. Um, what do you want to price it at? It's probably going to be hard to get a 6% in a shifting market, right? Because all the discount brokers come out in shifting markets. They all want to reduce their fees. They're all willing to just get listings and make any dollar they can to stay afloat. So we have to be thinking now about how do we increase value? One way to increase value is practice. If you have a listing presentation, how often are you practicing? If you are getting objections about commissions, how often are you practicing? All right. So the more you practice and the better you get at this, the more skilled you get at it, the more confident you get at it, the easier it is to go generate more business and take more listings. So I like that commission one a lot, Joe, because it gets people thinking about, well, you're right. I mean, the goal isn't to pay my realtor the least. It's really to put the most money in my pocket. So when you first started, when you were going your first listing appointments back in the day, how confident did you feel? Not confident at all. I was almost at the point where, hey, whatever number they say, I'll go down to. Yeah. Which is a horrible mindset because number one, you're devaluing your business or mm -hmm. your service. And number two, you're not working on your negotiating skills at all. So then what happens when you get an offer on a listing that you have $50,000 below and you don't know what to do. All you do is say, hey, seller, we got a $50,000 below offer. And say, well, I don't like it. And then you're, you're done, basically. Yeah. Instead of ha having those skills and building the, that reputation for being able to negotiate, whether it's for your own commission or like we talk about in the script, for the objection handler for your client's house and getting them the most amount of money possible. Definitely. No, that's, that's a huge point. I did the same thing back when I was new back in the day. I would say, well, the commission's six, but I can do it for five. Exactly. That, that, I think that's a deadly <laughs> trap that a lot of people yeah. fall into is, you know, they'll, they'll say 6% and someone says, yeah, you know what? I'm, I like 5%. You think you could do five? Most people say, yep, I'll do five right away. Obviously you don't want to just jump there, but it, it, that's what it takes to get the listing. And if you have the room in your budget to do that, that's fine. But you want to fight for as much money as you possibly can, especially as the market continues to shift, because it's going to be harder to get listings and you want to protect as much commission as you can for yourself. So that's why I wouldn't just jump to it right away. Obviously, fight as much as you possibly can. If you want to make it an option for yourself, 
you can have that last resort on, hey, you know, five and a half percent is my threshold where I won't go below that or five percent or four percent or whatever your threshold is. Make sure that you never go below that or never, you know, have a standard for yourself on what amount of money you're willing to make. Because mm-hmm. it makes a big difference. If you look at it from a profitability standpoint, if you start discounting and you go every time from six to five and then you start cutting to four and a half and then maybe even dip down to four, your profit margin is going to suffer. Now, think about the number of homes. You have to sell way more homes. Now, if you're because you're cutting a full percentage point. So on, let's just say on $10 million, 1% of 10 million is what, 10 grand? Is that right? Yeah. Yeah. That's $10,000 less that you just made for every million dollars you sold. It's a big number. It stacks up. So if you did 5 million, that's $50,000 of lost commissions because you weren't willing to practice commission objections. And chances are you might not have had to, like me back in the day, I didn't have to, I didn't have to discount. I just offered it because I wasn't confident in my services and my abilities. So the more confident you get with this, the more capable you become at getting home sold. Now, all of a sudden, you know your worth, you know your value, and you're not going to be so willing to just say, I'll do it at five or I'll take it at four. It's You're going to throw out some commission objections. You're going to throw it out there. You're going to start skimming objections on why they should pay you what you're asking and why you're worth what you're asking. So it all starts with having a really dialed in and detailed listing presentation and then move from there into overcoming those objections. So let's run through all four again. I can, uh, I'll be the agent, I guess you'd be the seller. So yeah. Joe, um, so, you know, the QR full, our the professional service fee is 6%. Are you ready to move forward? Um, you know, that, that, that's awfully high. I had another realtor tell me they could do it for a lot less than that. Okay. And what number did they say they could do it for, Joe? Um, pretty, I'm not going to tell you, but pretty low. It was, a lot lower. Okay. So for a lot lower. Okay. So it sounds like it's important that you put the most money in your pocket. Is that correct? Yeah. Yeah. I want to. Okay. And aside from commission, Joe, is there anything else other than commission that would stop you from say signing the paperwork with me today? Um, no, I don't think so. You guys seem to do quite a bit. Okay. So it sounds like we just need to work on this commission. Now, Joe, one of my first concerns with this other, with this other realtor that's willing to discount their commission is for one, did they explain how the commission works? Um, no, not really. Okay. So Joe, the way the commission works is if you take a a 6% commission, um, typically half of that, about 3% gets paid to any realtor that's going to bring the buyer. So that leaves us with the remaining 3%. Now out of the remaining 3%, 1% goes to taxes. When we make a sale, we have to pay taxes on the money that we make. 1% goes to the marketing of your home. And then the remaining 1% is what I take home to feed my family with and live on. So my concern is if a discount broker is willing to reduce their commission, what do you think they're going to be cutting out? The marketing of your home or what they're taking home to feed their family with? I guess the money that they take home, probably. Yeah, most likely they're going to be. And it's important that we do the marketing that I've shared with you, isn't it? So we can get you the most number of people, the largest number of people in here to get your maximum money for it. Yeah. Yeah. I guess that's a good point because they're definitely not going to cut the money that they take home. So yeah, absolutely. That makes sense. Yeah. And one of my other concerns is that if a, a discount broker is not strong enough to negotiate on their own behalf, I mean, how good of a job do you think they're going to do when it comes time to negotiate the best possible price for your home? Um, prob- probably not as good. Yeah, probably not. And at the end of the day, Joe, when we're sitting at the closing table, do you want your proceeds check to say that you paid your realtor the least or you put the most money in your pocket? Yeah, I definitely want to put the most in my pocket. Absolutely. So let's do the right thing, Joe, and let's get signed up today. Does that sound good? Uh, I get I mean, they told me that they could do it for five. Do you think you have any any room to wiggle? Well, what if I did this, Joe? What if what if I did this? What if I bring the buyer and I find the buyer through all of the marketing that I've shared with you? If I find the buyer for your home, 
what if we agree that I'll do it at 4% represent both sides? And then if I don't find the buyer through our conventional marketing and we get, you know, just another realtor, we'll keep it at six. Does that sound fair? That way I'm flexing and giving you a 2% break. Does that sound okay? Okay. So basically if you represent the buyer, then it would be 4%. Correct. And then if not, it would be six. Yes. Okay. Yeah, we can do that. Okay. Sounds good. Let's sign the paperwork. So there you go. Maybe he pushes back a little bit more or not. Maybe he does. Maybe he doesn't. Maybe I didn't need to use all of those objections. I just did it though to show examples of that. I probably could have maybe closed him there. But again, the more confident you get with this, the stuff just rolls off your tongue and you don't feel like nervous about saying it. And this is just a general conversation. Now, Joe might say, you know what? The other realtor said four. I'm not moving off four. Totally understand. I might have to go back and go through some of those objections again. You also have to be prepared to walk away from something. So if you know that you're spending a certain amount of money per listing, let's just say you've got marketing and signs and, and photography and all of this stuff, 4%, you might be losing money. You don't, I don't know. I don't know what your expenses look like. So you have to know your profit margins as well and know where your threshold is. But the more we can push to get 6% because we're providing enough value, not just get six because you want to get six. It's I'm getting 6% because I provide enough value to justify my 6%. And if you have enough value to justify it, then you have to be able to defend that. The way you defend it is show everything you do and then have these commission objection handlers because they are going to come up and they're going to become way more popular now. You're going to start seeing people do a lot more discounting right now just because they're desperate to get listings. So you have to be prepared to have these conversations. And the way you do it is you practice, 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 practice. If you want scripts, you can always email us or uh, shoot us a DM the easiest way on Instagram. Uh, Michael underscore Nettemeyer or at Joe Geary. Uh, we'll get you some scripts on commission objection handlers. Anything else you can think of? Yeah, one more thing I wanted to add is, so when you set your commission, whatever that is, it's it's basically your standard. So think about this. If you start lowering your commission, you know, say your standard is 5% or 4.5%, you start charging 4% or 3.9% or whatever that is. We always talk about repeating referral business. When those people give you referrals or they, they want to buy again, what are they going to tell their friends? What are they going to tell their family members? They're going to say, oh, hey, the agent Joe, he charged me 4%. He'll probably charge you 4% too. So you're basically tainting your entire business from here on in the future because we always think long-term and we want to build that repeat referral. So anybody that gives you referrals from here on out is likely going to mention how much you charge. They're going to say, hey, he charged 4%. So you're basically stuck at that rate pretty much forever. Yeah. People aren't Good going to point. say, well, yeah, I charge your friend 4 but you know, for you, I'm going to charge you 5 they're not going to fly with that most of the time. That's a really good point. So be careful if you're building your business based on a discount like that. There are people that do that. They go out with 4% and that's what they're known for. Be prepared that you're going to have to sell way more houses, right? Like way more because you're discounting out 2%. It's going to cut into profitability. If your goal is to scale and grow a team, build a big business, well, you're going to have an uphill battle because your profit margin is already starting out of the gate very thin. So be thinking about that. It's all about, and, and at the end of the day too, I mean, a difference between a 6% and a 5% on a, on a $250,000 house, it's $2,500, right? It's not, and people oftentimes hear 6% and they just don't want to pay it out of the gate, but it's not a ton of money oftentimes. So being able to articulate and break down the commissions and explain how the commissions work, provide a ton of value through your listing presentation and start getting people to agree to list with you at your full rate of 6% because you are worth it. So practice, practice, practice. If you need the objections, hit us up. Got anything else before we wrap up here? No, that's it. No, I don't see any questions out there. So thanks for listening. We'll see you guys next time.